Okay, so today's reading is from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. If you have the Holy Bible written, only written on the cover, it is on page um, 681, sorry. If you have the other Bibles, which isn't this one, if you can see. (laughs) Yep. The page number is 966. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the, where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming, into, on, on coming into the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him him with gifts of gold and incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Right, well, let's um, firstly pray. Uh, Father, thank you for this word. Uh, We pray for the um, teaching of your word in the Sunday school now. Pray for Bethany and Lachlan as they teach to our children that... uh, your word would be amen. Well, Christmas is, that's a wrap for another year. It's over. And uh, I thought it'd be good to do some revision, actually. Um, so, you ready for some revision questions on the Christmas story? You know, just, if you think you know the answer to these questions, just, just shout out, okay? Start with the easy ones. Uh, which two books of the Bible tell the Christmas story? Matthew, that's one, yep. Another one? Luke. Okay, good. We, we got there eventually. Okay. Uh, Jesus was born in the reign of which king? Herod. Good. Uh, Bethlehem was known as the town of? David. Yep. Thank you, Peter. Uh, true or false, the wise men visited Jesus in the manger at the inn? False. Not likely. Unlikely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, How many wise men were there? Three or four? We don't know. Three? Yeah, there's one in every crowd. Yeah. Three? Yep. Okay, that's a bit of a trick question, isn't it? Because uh, when you look at uh, Matthew 2, um, in verse 1, uh, where the wise men, they're actually called Magi. Um, some people pronounce it Magi. I'm going to pronounce it Magi. 
how many does it say that there were in verse 1? Does it tell us? No, it doesn't tell us, does it? And yet over the centuries, uh, people have just assumed that there were three. And uh, presumably that's because they bought three types of gifts, gold, myrrh and frankincense. And what we see about this story is that um, on the one hand, it's one of the best known stories in the whole of the Bible. But on the other hand, there's people who think they know about this story but don't really know um, it as well as they thought. The other thing that's contrary to what you might see on Christmas cards is, as I think as you rightly uh, worked out, that the Magi, they didn't necessarily visit Jesus in a manger at the inn. Because if you scan down to verse 11, uh, they seem to have visited him at a house, which implies that Mary and Joseph found better accommodation, a better place to stay. And then there's that uh, Christmas carol. You know the one that, um, I think it's called We Three Kings of Orient Are? I mean, uh, wow. Uh, the Orient bit, I think that they get that right. The three bit, um, maybe, maybe not. Uh, kings, were they kings? No, uh, they were not kings. The Bible doesn't say that they were kings. Matthew calls them magi. So, um, let's think about them. What, what are, who, who, what are these magi? Uh, in verse 1, he doesn't really tell us much about them. It just simply says that after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and we have come to worship him. That's all it tells us. Uh, can you think of any English words that kind of uh, sound a bit like magi? Now, please do not say noodles. Um, any words that sound a bit like magi? Magic. Magic, magicians. And actually, that's where the, these, this is where those words come from. So let's, let's explore that a little bit, shall we? Uh, the magi were originally a, a tribe of people. They were a tribe within the nation of the Medes. And you've probably heard about the Medes and the Persians. Uh, they did come from the Orient. They lived in the east, uh, east of, uh, of Israel in what we'd call um, modern-day Iran and Iraq. Um, over time, the, the term Magi came to refer uh, specifically to the priestly class within that tribe uh, who had become skilled in the, uh, the science of astronomy and also become skilled in astrology and related to that the occult. Um, interesting thing about them was that um, they did believe in God, they believed in a God and one God. They were monotheistic and people believed that they could interpret dreams. Uh, the Magi were the educated class um, and because of their knowledge of science and agriculture, uh, mathematics, and history and the occult, uh, they were very influential in the ancient world. Um, influential politically and also religiously. And that I think explains why they've 
been come to come to be referred to as the wise men. In fact, it's interesting that um, some people speculate that the wise men in the book of Daniel, uh, in Babylon, in Daniel, uh, might have been magi that were living uh, in Babylon at the time. Uh, in Persia, uh, they were the kingmakers. They were the ones who uh, who um, approved of who would become a king and they were the ones who coronated the king. And so that's a bit of a sketch uh, of the Magi in Old Testament times. If, we, if you skip forward, say, 700 years from the Babylonian exile to the Roman Empire, the Magi during the first century BC and around that period of time were still very powerful politically, uh, especially in what became known as the Parthian Empire, uh, which was uh, in that same area east of, um, east of Israel, uh, in what we would call modern-day Iran. Uh, the Parthians were a problem for the Romans. They often fought each other, and the Romans did not always win against the Parthians. Uh, in fact, just a few decades before Jesus was born, the Parthians actually occupied Palestine uh, for, a, for a very, very short period, only for three years, but they occupied Palestine. It was under Herod, and this is the Herod that we read about here in Matthew chapter 2, uh, it was under Herod that the Parthians were driven out of Palestine. And this, I think, uh, is a very long introduction, isn't it? But I think it actually gives us some background to help us to understand the, the reaction, Herod's reaction, when a group of these magi uh, turned up in his territory asking about the whereabouts of a new king, a king of the Jews. So how did Herod feel about that? Well, have a look at verse 3. In verse 3, we're told that he wasn't all that comfortable about the idea. Uh, Matthew tells us that Herod was disturbed by this news. And what else does Matthew say? He says, well, and all of Jerusalem with him. You notice that? The, the visit of the Magi with this news that the new king has been born was not met with uh, rejoicing or happiness. They were disturbed by this news. Everyone was disturbed. No one wanted these Magi in town. Uh, if they were the kingmakers of the Parthian Empire, then people would be thinking, what are our old enemies up to? Why are they here? They were seen as a threat. And this talk about a king of the Jews being born, well, the, the people knew just how brutal the Romans could be when anyone uh, rose up as a king and any province had tried to break away. And so they were seen as a threat because the king that they were talking about was a threat. But these magi were no threat. They had no hidden agenda because God was at work in their lives. Uh, when they got to Jerusalem, they asked around. 
you know, where is this one who has been born king of the Jews? Now, it sounds like the fact that they turned up asking that question, that they were expecting that the Jews would be looking out for their newborn king, that the Jews would be interested in this. How did they know? These, these guys are Gentiles. How would they know about the Jewish king, about the Christ? There are a few thoughts on this. Uh, first of all, people um, speculate that they might have heard about the Jewish Christ that was expected. They might have heard about that from the prophets. Uh, when the Jews were in exile in Babylon, uh, godly men like Daniel might have taught about uh, the Christ, the expected hope. Secondly, the hope of the Jewish Christ was actually general knowledge amongst Gentiles at the time. I'm going to quote to you from a Roman historian. Now, I've got to be honest with you, I don't know much about this guy. His name's Suetonius. Some of you might have heard of Suetonius. What I do know about him is that he wrote this. Okay, I'm going to quote it for you. He said, There had spread over all of the Orient an old and established belief that it was fated at that time for men coming from Judea to rule the world. It was common knowledge that there was a Jewish hope that there would be a king and there would be a kingdom that would be established that would spread and rule across the world. But how did, these, how did God show these particular magi that the king of the Jews had been born? Well, all we know is from verse 2, uh, these magi told the people that we have seen his star in the east. Now, that's a bit of a mystery, isn't it? I mean, you know, what is this star? And again, over the centuries, people have speculated. Some uh, say it might have been Jupiter. Um, the great astronomer Johannes Kepler suggested that the star might be a conjunction between Saturn and Jupiter. Others believe that it might have been a comet, say, like Halley's Comet. And because of our knowledge of astronomy, we know when these events would have happened. The problem is that in verse 9, this star stopped in the sky, directly above a particular house. A house was identified by this light from the sky shining on the house. That's not our regular conception of stars, is it? Uh, and that's why it's led some people to suggest that it was a miraculous light something like the glory of the lord we know from other parts of the bible that the lord led his people through lights in the sky like in exodus uh, during the night when israel was led through the wilderness in the evening by a, uh, a pillar of fire by night uh, or when the angels announced to the shepherds the birth of the christ we're told that the glory of the lord shone around them um, in Acts chapter 9, which we'll have a look, a bit of look at next week, uh, Saul of Tarsus was overcome by a light from heaven. So, but the reality is that we still just can't stay, we cannot say for certain. We, we just don't know. What we do know is that it was God that caused it to happen. The important thing in verse 2 uh, is 
not just the word star, but his star. This was a light, a glorious light from God. This glorious light shone above a particular house because inside that house was the glorious light, the glory of the Lord. Now, come with me to verse 11 for a moment. Let's see what they found when they got to this house. In verse 11, on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and they worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. Now that is a different reaction to the reaction of the Jewish leaders. Um, in verse 6, uh, they told Herod that the uh, prophets had said that the Christ would be born in Bethlehem. But do we see the religious leaders, upon hearing the news that he has been born, do we see them dropping everything and heading to Bethlehem so that they can worship him? Is that what happened? No. I mean, at least Herod pretended that he wanted to worship him. Herod said to the Magi, look, when you find out where he is, come back and tell me so that I can go and I can worship him. Fat chance of that. As we'll see next week, he really just wanted to kill him. It was these pagans. It was these pagan magi. It was they who fell down prostrate. Prostrate. And they worshipped Jesus. That Christmas carol, we think we three, three kings of Orient are. It's just not right, is it? They were not kings. They 